Yo, yo, two British nerds back again. I'm glad to say that because I've been away for a very, very long time. Um, regarding, you know, the audio podcast, which from now on will be back. I took a step back from doing audio and really started going in on the video podcast. And I realized, you know, I had to do, I had to come back here and do the audio because, uh, you know, I get to say more on the audio um, then on video plus it's easier for you guys to actually um, I guess listen to and download while the video sometimes you know if the video is very very long it's very very consuming in its own way but you know I'm not going to stop doing the videos because I love them so I'm going to keep the videos to maybe like five ten minutes long and give you guys a, a weekly podcast for maybe an hour an hour maybe to two hours um on a weekly basis, um, literally with uh, what's happening within the pop culture, Marvel, DC, image, um, nerd, geek um, community and all sorts, but it's, it's good to be Batman, my Instagram page has been popping off lately, um, so yeah, yes guys, I'm, I am back, again, if you're on the Instagram, hit me up. Uh, two British nerds with a Z. Uh, I'm on Snapchat now, so Snapchat again will be uh, British nerds uh, with a Z, of course. Um, so I'm happy to be on Snapchat. Very, um, very, 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 very loving Snapchat. And of course, I really love the Instagram stories. There's been a lot of quote unquote people saying, uh, you know, Instagram stories are shit because they're copying Snapchat. Um, from a business, from a like business business perspective, you know, being <laughs> from being uh, myself, for myself, sorry, I'm loving it because I get to use both. You know, I've got over a thousand followers on Instagram, so I can snap with them all the time now, which is pretty, pretty, um, pretty, pretty cool. Shout out to uh, shout out to Brenda who's just messaged me on uh, Facebook Messenger. Much love, respect to you. Congratulations on your brand. And, you know, I'm loving it. I'm loving my brand. It's slowly popping off. It's becoming good. Getting more um, engagement, awareness. I'm loving the vibe. So, uh, guys, please be part of my circle, man. Hit me up again on Instagram. Two British Nerds of Azeen. Check out uh, my content. Check out my videos and tell me what you guys think. Um, If any of you guys want to advertise on my page, uh, please just hit me up. Um, DM me on Instagram, two British nerds of a Z, or of course, just hit me up on the email info at djcava.co.uk, and uh, we can sort something uh, out. And I'm sure it'll be pretty, pretty, um, pretty dope, man. You get me. Um, shout out, of course, to um, Afro Nerd, Afro Nerd Radio. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I believe it was last week. It was pretty, pretty, pretty intense. Dope show. It was my first time being at, being on a guest, being as a guest on a podcast. So I really loved actually communicating and chatting with the guys in the states over there. It was pretty dope, amazing. I can't wait to be back on again. Uh, but overall, man, I'm so excited. I'm happy. I'm leaving. I'm sorry, leaving. I'm living my passion, which is doing my podcasting, um, audio, video, blogging, having fun, and of course, another thing that'll be that'll be coming up soon in my brand. I DJ as well, so I'll be I'll be um, molding my music with my comic book scene. So it's gonna be very very dope. So you guys will be getting entertainment music, 
and you'll be getting the comic book, um, you know, pop culture uh, entertainment. So it's nice and lovely because it's it's music in both aspects. So it gets to really, really bring forward my personality, which I love. So um, with that being said, again, I'm so, so excited to be back. And yeah, so what's up? What's up, people? So uh, let's touch on... Uh, Two topics I want. Two topics I really want to speak about. Um, maybe two or three. Um, the first one is basically just something to start things off. It's regarding um, the quote unquote. Not I would say. Um, not the I would say pretty much not the war, but the differences between the Marvel movies and the DC movies. Now, what made what what made me think regarding so what made me um realize what sorry so i'm getting tongue twisted man uh what i realized the the being the differences of the two being the marvel and dc movies is i just blatantly just thought if you scrap away all the um all the special effects all um all the so-called props everything right if marvel and dc did just a budget budget movie marvel would win because for me what marvel would do better than dc right is they tell um they're good at, they're good at telling stories which is very very important in any anything you do being your own personal brand to a business to talking to people um explaining you know minor minor mundane topics to very top higher you know knowledge um forms of communication to people um, it's all about how you get your story across to the public. And I feel that Marvel do that very, 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 very um, sweet. And they have they have that structure and substance um, literally behind um, behind the stories, which makes their movies um, shine. You know, for me, when I go to see a Marvel movie, as soon as, as, soon as that logo comes up, I get excited because I know... Th- it's like I I know right if the movie isn't going to be great if the movie's going to be good bad poor whatever I know the storyline I know the story will be um will be good you know they know how to tell stories I love the way the story was told in Civil War I love the twist in it as well where you actually thought Baron Zemo was was actually trying to was actually trying to get um a team of super soldiers and it turns out he actually kills all of them so I love the way the movie I love. I'm using that as an example because that movie for me, when you scrap away the the fight scenes and um, you know um, the effects and so forth, um, what it had was it had the storyline and the way it was told was was amazing. It was it started down to be very very action and then it became very emotional and intense. You know, and you can see the intensity right at the end of the movie uh, where Captain America and Iron Man, they fight out. So for me, it was a very, very emotional, intense movie, and I just love the way that Marvel know how to tell. Um, I just they know how to tell the story to um, the audience in such a in such a sweet way. It's, it's it, it has its you know it's for me it's they tell stories perfectly. And that's because I guess in one sense they listen to what to a certain extent what the audience say because you know when you go above all this it's about making money and they do that 
by listening to the to the audience, um, which makes them um, great. Um, but the other thing they do, which makes their stories very very good and worth telling, is they they make their movies as you was reading a comic book, a Marvel comic book. Because if you were, if you read Guardians of the Galaxy, the current run, and you watched the movie as it came out, it was actually just like the comic book. It had the humor, um, the fun. Uh, the banter between the characters and it had some some you know it was emotional in its in its in its points but uh guardians of the galaxy for me was just a, a straight down um comic book uh, movie and i loved it now moving to dc i feel that with dc they don't have any for me number one dc which is quote unquote warner brothers because warner brothers on dc because they're trying to catch up to Marvel, they're doing too much, and they're very, they're being very, 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 they're very, very desperate, you know, very, very desperate. Um, you know, they're cramming a lot of, a lot of, a lot of projects and a lot of um, scenes, a lot of just, just too much in their movies. You know, like Batman vs Superman, you had Doomsday, you had cameos that were just, um, you know. Um, squeezed in um there was two there was there was so much crammed into that movie you know it was like trying to they were trying to catch they were trying to catch up to marvel in one movie and it totally just fell apart you know but overall the storyline wasn't good because they they tried to do too much and then um, i feel with the dc universe the dc cinematic universe is who's ever in charge isn't allowing these 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 producers these writers um, to actually express their creativity because they're not portraying the characters in their full potential period and that's reflecting on the screen and that's reflecting on the pissed off fucked off um, some you know DC fans because you know it's not coming out great for DC because they're not sticking to the, the main script which is they're not sticking to the substance of their characters which is reflecting on the way their story is being um, told, you know, DC have their own tone, which is dark, fine, you know, if you want to be dark and ill-toned to, you know, in your universe, that's fine, that's cool, but you have to tell the story as it is, you know, I use, use the, I don't know, sorry, I'm starting again, I use this, use this example always, right, Superman is not a dark character, but in, in the movie, he is portrayed as being kind of dark, he's so miserable, like, why are you miserable? You're Superman. And um, you can't relate to him. You cannot relate to the Superman whatsoever because of his the way his persona has been um, shown within the movies. You know, I bet you any money, right, the new Superman that's in, uh, that's going to be in Supergirl um, season two will be the Superman of the DC Cinematic Universe, regardless if... He's in the TV universe, and obviously DC don't do shared universes within their t within their TV uh, TV shows. Um, but because of that, this is what this is like an example of you know of DC storylines stories not being told in a comic book way. Even Suicide Squad, like I, you know, there was a lot of hate towards Suicide Squad. I'll say this right, it was okayish. Um, it wasn't garbage. It wasn't a horrible. Um, it was humorous, it was entertaining, but the storyline was kind of bad. You know, the storyline wasn't, was not 
good and the way the movie was edited it was not good because there, there were some scenes that did, did not make um any sense and one of the scenes i'm talking about is when they're in the subway and she changes to enchantress whatever her name is I always forget to go um yeah enchantress i think that's her name and it, it, she just shoots up to the subway and then there's a black guy there and it just like i was thinking to myself what just happened? Because like, they didn't explain that. So there were some scenes that didn't really make any sense because the movie wasn't edited. And another thing, the the villain that they were fighting, you know, the caliber, the, the, the power in that villain, right, was pretty much, was, was so powerful that the only people that can defeat this villain would probably be like Justice League or the Dark Justice League, you know. You know, the team they had, like, there were no match for them. And it just wasn't that great. You know, the interaction between the characters was okay. But the storyline was very, 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 very slowish. There was hardly any action. There was more talking than anything else. From from seeing the movie, from the, from seeing the intro of the movie to, to, when it's, to when I, you know, when it started, I said to myself, right, this movie is su- supposed to be a dark version it's, a, it's pretty much a dark version of Guardians of the Galaxy, but it hasn't been done um, well. It hasn't been edited well because um, it was it was pretty much supposed to be like a darker tone of Guardians of the Galaxy, and I could see the the similarities. They even used one of the the songs from the Awesome Mix Volume One in this movie, which I was like, oh, okay, wow. But I was like, you know, I didn't care. I'm, you know, I didn't care because I really wanted to. I really wanted the movie. I really wanted this movie to be very, very good. I wanted it to succeed, um, but. It's made its money, or it's making its money, but as the way the storyline, the story was told, it wasn't, it was not good, man. But overall, I had fun watching it because it was humorous and entertaining to it to a certain extent. But one of the worst things about the movie was the Joker, man. I mean, that's why, you know, you've seen the Jerry uh, Leto going crazy because he wasn't happy, you know. He only got seven minutes throughout the whole movie. And he said they had, they had enough movies to make a standalone Joker movie, but they didn't. And he, they said all the Joker scenes that were cut off would be in the DVD cut, which for me is effing fucking stupid. It's really, really stupid. Um, and half of the scenes he actually had in the movie, like majority of the scenes, they were all flashbacks. And then when you saw him, like it wasn't that much of him. Now, a lot of people were saying, are, are commenting and saying, oh, Gerald Leto is the worst Joker ever. I'm like, you guys You guys can't even say that because you only saw him on screen for like seven minutes. So how can you judge him upon his quote-unquote acting when he's not even in a fucking movie? Do you know what I'm saying? So that was stupid. But like the way Suicide Squad was structured is pretty much an example of how DC are not telling their stories. And because they're not telling their stories as they should be, their universe is falling um falling apart you know the only two movies that are left now to redeem dc will be wonder woman and justice league which the trailer looks cool funny it kind of reminds me of avengers so when i saw the humor being injected into this movie off art cool so dc now have realized that it's about making a comic book movie which is supposed to be a bit humorous because regardless of what comic book you read there's always a bit of humor comic books supposed to be fun you know, fun with comedy to a certain extent, I guess. Yeah, but you have to have 
humor in them and so forth. So it's nice to see, um, it's nice to see basically um, that in the trailer. The Wonder Woman trailer looked okay. You know, I love Wonder, Woman, I love Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman as a character, but from seeing it, it I don't know, it, it just looked a bit eerie, a bit drawn down, a bit, a bit slowish. But then again, it's a trailer. I'm watching it because Chris Pine's in it, and I like him uh, as a as a as an actor, so I'll be watching it. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely be giving Wonder Woman a go. Uh, so that's pretty much my scenario. That's my kind of conclusion to why Marvel does better and DC are struggling. Um, you know, because it seems from every movie they do, it gets worse. And what's bad is when the movie comes out, it's like mixed reviews. And I'm just scrolling on Facebook and one fan said, come on, like, why can't you guys produce a movie that's good? Like, I'm sick of hearing um, mixed reviews. Like I said, going back to Suicide Squad, it wasn't a horrible movie. It was okay. to give to, For Rotten Tomatoes to give it 34%, I kind of disagree. Um, it had its ups and downs. But I just think from watching that movie, it was it was, it was was rushed. And because it was rushed, you know, it didn't come out well. So that's the end of that. <laughs> right. Secondly, let's speak about, quote-unquote, the Zendaya, Zendaya Coleman potentially cast as... Um, Mary Jane Watson, you know, which is, this has still has not been confirmed. I, you know, I spoke about this on the Afronaut podcast, but I felt I just wanted to just touch, uh, touch, 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 touch upon it, as we say in the UK. And of course, going off topic today in the UK is carnival. Everyone's in carnival dancing, getting drunk, dancing of guys, guys dancing of girls, having fun on the streets. Me, I'm just trying to work on my brand, being two British nerds and doing this podcast for you guys. It's more important. But overall... Everyone in the UK that's there enjoying carnival, have a nice time and please stay safe. Um, so yeah, um, Zendaya Coleman. So it's fucked up, man. I mean, I was there. I woke up, I clicked on the link, and it says Zendaya Coleman um, cast as Mary Jane Watson. I was like, all right, really? I was like, well, it's interesting. And then obviously it said, you know, it's rumored it has been confirmed. Anyway. When that happened, you know, I knew I was, I knew exactly what was going to happen. And then you had the the uh, the, uh, the Marvel fanboys, you had the undercover racists, um, the people that don't like change in life were saying, "Yeah, we know she can't, she can't be Mary Jane Watson because she's a redhead. She hasn't got red hair. So many like excuses." I was thinking to myself, "One, you guys need to like as." Um, Richard Pryor said, you need to, what's the word, what did he say, yeah, he said, you need to have a coke, smile, and shut the fuck up, one, the girl hasn't even been confirmed that she's playing Mary J. Watson, and she's already been getting hate tweets on Twitter, and everyone going berserk, she's not a redhead, yeah, well, there's images of her as, sorry, there's images of her with red hair, so in a sense, be people that really don't have any logic in your head it's called dyeing your hair so i've seen images of her with the red hair and she looks nice but that's basically code for saying red hair that's because she's not white now as a comic book fan i you know obviously we know mary jane watson is white blah 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 now parts of me is like yeah okay marvel should stick to the comics you know because obviously you're used to seeing a white mary jane watson 
But the other part of me is like, I'm all for a diverse cast because Spider-Man Homecoming is already diverse anyway. You know, which makes sense because you're dealing in a multicultural society. It's 2016. Um, New York is multicultural in its sense. So it's it, it one, one, you have to, it has to be, it has to be uh, diverse. Two, it attracts more uh, people from all around the world to watch your movie. And of course, three, listen, to all the people out there, when you scrap all of this quote-unquote racism and about people of colour being cast as characters that are not white, you know, that are white, blah, blah, blah. It's all to do with making money. When Marvel casts when Marvel cast people, they know what they're doing with their casting. So what they're doing is one to make money, and I'm pretty sure number two they're doing it because they have the right candidate to potentially play Mary Jane Watson. And another thing, right? It was told a long time ago that after Spider Amazing Spider-Man Two, which is in my eyes garbage, and it's no fault to the to the actors. It's due to the studios totally messed up that messed up the movie. It was confirmed that when they do, when they were gonna do the Spider-Man three movie, which never happened because you know obviously they scrapped the whole thing, that they were gonna have a more, uh, a diverse Mary Jane Watson. So they were always gonna do it, you know. And um, so it was always set in stone. And I'm really I would I'm 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 just so really really like kind of pissed because I'm thinking this girl was getting hate for nothing um you know now another thing right this this isn't this isn't the first time this has happened because when you look at Doctor Strange and yes I am frustrated about Doctor Strange because they made the ancient one quote-unquote a woman when in the comics it's supposed to be from Tibetan origins so they kind of scrapped the whole Tibet origins off which is a bit frustrating but what they did also was Baron Mordor in the comics, who's a white dude, is actually uh, played uh, by a black guy. I always forget this guy's name. So they've done that before. You know, they've done this before also in, you know, Age of Apocalypse. No, sorry, X-Men Apocalypse, where they sucked out Af all the black features from Apocalypse and just kind of just reduced him to just a white, purplish-looking Apocalypse. So... From watching Apocalypse, sorry, X-Men Apocalypse and, and seeing that and then hearing the Zendaya comedies, I'm all for it because it kind of does me justice, man. You know, and in the day, I'm happy that if she does, I'm happy they've casted, they, they might potentially cast as Mary Jane Watson. Number two, moving to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange has been confirmed that, you know, it will give birth, oh, sorry, it's been, not, I just, listen, let me take it back. I don't think it's been confirmed. But they have been saying that Doctor Strange, because it's kind of the movie that deals with potentially just magic, that it will give birth to Marvel's multiverse, which therefore means in the multiverse, you're going to have people of colour from all around the world, you know, and so forth. So it's about opening up, you're opening up different realities, different um, planets, uh, different Marvel universes, which means you're going to have different peoples of colours, you know, as heroes and so forth. So, for the Zendaya Common to be casted, it's like for me, Marvel are taking that step into maybe an alternative, un alternative dimension and universe, uh, and saying that you know we are moving forward of this. So you know, it, it it's for me again, it's ridiculous, it's stupid. You know, this always happens. Um, 
with quote-unquote characters. Of course, you, uh, how could I forget when John Boyega, that plays Finn, when the teaser Star Wars trailer came out, right? Him taking off the... Uh, uh, the oh, man. The... Not the Star Trek. What do I think? Uh, the trial, I, I forgot that. It's not Stormtrooper. Is it Stormtrooper? Yeah, taking a story. Storm, he, he took on a Stormtrooper mask, sorry, helmet, and you saw a black guy and everyone went nuts. Oh, but it's Stormtrooper. He's, why is he black? Why is he... I mean, come on. When I saw it, I was like, he's obviously in, in disguise or something. But, you know, people are just so stupid these days. They jump to conclusions. So, to everyone that's moaning and bitching about Zendaya Coleman, number one, she has been casted as Mary Jane Watson, but she is going to be in the movie. Number two, the movie hasn't even been out. Has it? It's not even out. Number three, regardless if you hate it, if you like, if you hate the casting, like the casting, you're still going to go and watch the movie. So, shut up and deal with it. Again, if she is Mary Jane Watson, and for me, Mary Jane Watson, like, she is kind of a main character in Peter Parker's love because she's, she is his love interest, but she's hardly ever in the movies. Or, so she's hardly ever in the comics, you know. So I'm not really fussed about it, but I am happy. I am happy that I'm, I'm really happy that Zendaya Coleman potentially could be getting this role. So enough love and respect to you. All I really care about, I don't care if she's pink, blue, black, green, or blue from you know from Avatar. Um, as long as she kills the role as Mary J. Uh, Watson. So that's my fucking take on it because I find all of this seriously I find all of this quote-unquote undercover racism so stupid and so ridiculous man um comic books always evolve you know regardless if they're good or bad they always evolve you know with different characters races genders which some I don't really agree with because obviously I'm used to the characters but then again we still have them in the comic book universe so I'm like all right cool you know um next number three Everyone was uh, number three. Everyone has been talking about quote unquote the, what the Russo brothers said about quote unquote Captain America giving up his identity and not being Captain America anymore. And everyone was in shock. Oh, who's playing Captain America? Is he gonna die? Blah blah blah. Look, number one, this was put into stone a very long time ago. Why? Because Kevin Figgy, you know, the president of Marvel Studios, said that um, after Civil War. Or Infinity Wars, there'll be no more Iron Man movies, there'll be no more Hulk, sorry, there'll be no more Thor movies, and there'll be no more Captain America movies, sorry, Captain America movies, because they want to move on to the next phase. So it was always put in stone. But, um, you know, when you saw Civil War, and you saw Cap um, dropping the shield and walking away, you sort of just knew, you sort of knew basically that he was done as Captain America. So it was kind of put into the, people's um um it was put into the people's i sorry head and also obviously we have the avengers that was split into fractions and so forth well there wasn't really split in the movie but you know what i'm trying to say um so it's, it'll be pretty interesting to see how the movie how the movie progresses and how on what captain america and his side have been doing and so forth be pretty pretty interesting to see where that comes to play but you know I'm, I'm not going to go into that because I'm going to be here for a long long time and I really want to speak about that bit when we're close to the movie which is man like 2018 um so yeah 
the question is, when the Russo brothers say he's not going to be Captain America, I think the, the shock that people are thinking, okay, so one, is he getting replaced? Is he going to get killed off? Or is he going to walk away? You know, that's basically what's on people's minds. Now, the obvious is Steve Rogers, Infinity Wars, dies, and the winter, Bucky, you know, and Bucky takes over as Captain America, or maybe potentially even Sam Wilson could take over as Captain America and be the black Captain America. Who knows? Um, but I doubt they'll kill him off. I don't know. It'd be, t it'd be too predictable because Marvel like to, to switch things around, just like they did with Baron Zemo, and just like they did with, you know, um, Ant-Man. You know, um, Scott Lang, Hank Pym not being Ant-Man. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, so I potentially think Steve Rogers could just walk away. And there's actually a bit in the comic books, in the Captain America comic book runs, where he actually steps down as Captain America and takes on a new identity and a new superhero guy by the name of Nomad. And again, for me, that's too predictable because it's like, where's he going to... They can't give him another superhero because, from what I know, after this movie, Infinity Wars, his contract is up. Or is it? Like, I mean, apparently it's all done. All their contracts are going to be up. I mean, all the movies are, are going to be done. So, my question is, people are saying, oh, Captain America, what's going to happen to him? But what's going to happen to Thor? How is Thor going to exit out of this universe? Or is he? How is Bruce Banner, the Hulk, going to exit? You know what's going to happen to him, Tony Stark. Will we will we get someone else stepping into stepping into the Iron Man suit? What's going to happen? You know what's going to happen in that movie? Uh, what's going to happen to these characters that everyone has loved and has loved ha has loved to the max? Right? You know all your favorite Marvel, all your favorite Avengers being Iron Man, Hulk, and um. Iron Man, Hulk, for Captain America, all your main ones might just disappear and not come back, come back again because they've confirmed it. There will be no more of these movies unless they do something to make them come back. But it's been put, it's been told they're not coming back. So again, Infinity Wars is going to be basically, I guess, what the Russo brothers said. They might potentially ha will have a secondary Avengers. Now I'm quite sure. I reckon if they cast Black Panther into this movie that potentially we might be looking at maybe an, the, uh, a new set of Avengers or we, the Illuminati, you know, where we have, like, um, the, the top, you know, in the comics it was Reed Richards, uh, no, sorry, Reed Richards, Professor Xavier, um, it was Captain America, Black Panther, I believe, and Neymar. Obviously, because, you know, Marvel on the rights to some, some of these characters being... Um, Xavier and Mr. Fantastic, they might be swapped to somebody else. So potentially you can see the new, you might might see a new Avengers of maybe, because she's, she's been confirmed in the movie, so Captain America, she's been confirmed, sorry, um, Captain Marvel, she's been confirmed. So potentially you could have a new team of Captain Marvel with Black Panther and Doctor Strange. Maybe these three could be the new Avengers, who knows? Um, but what I'm trying to say to you guys is it's like... Um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with all these characters, not just Captain America, because I want to know how all these characters are going to just disperse, or are, are some of them going to die? Are they going to live? You know, it's pretty interesting, because they're fighting Thanos, guys, and if you guys have not read Infinity Gauntlet, he kills a lot of people, like, a lot of people. 
Some rumours have been circulating that Captain America gets killed off and he gets brought back to life. Now, seeing as um, that potentially could happen, it means the movie will probably be long. I reckon Infinity Wars will probably be two and a half to three hours long because they've said it's going to be one movie now, not two movies. Just like Justice League now, they've said it's going to be one movie and not two movies, which makes kind of sense because I don't want to wait another year so for part two. Um, but yeah, I mean, that is the that is the question. That is the big question, big, 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 big question. What is going to happen after Infinity Wars, and how is that going to take the Marvel Universe? Because the last movie that the Mar the last movie they're going to do is of this phase, the phase three will be in Inhumans, which is been I believe pushed back. So. It's going to be very, very interesting to see where um, this goes, you know, which goes. So I'm pretty, pretty excited for that. Um, what else do I have to say? Yes. So big shout out to uh, Carol Zara for her new, her new upcoming um, comic book entitled um, Alien Toilet Monsters, which comes out September the 1st. As soon as that comic book comes out, I'll be copying it. And when I cop it, I'll be reading it and I'll be reviewing it because it's got me very, very interested in the topic, alien uh, toilet monsters. Because I, the concept for me sounds dope, but I know there's more to it than just quote-unquote what the, the, the title states. So I'll be looking forward to that. So I'll be reviewing that uh, for you guys. And it'll be up for you guys to listen to, you know. Um, another adult book that I've literally... Oops, I nearly threw my iPhone 6 on on the floor. Uh, the, the other adult book I've been reading is Snot Girl. Um, when I first picked up issue 1 a few weeks ago, I picked it up because, you know, the thing with Image Comics, you never know how they're going to turn out, you know, they, they, you know, but they're addictive. Picked it up, I was reading it, I was like, man, this, this book is not really for me, I don't really like it, I find it a bit, just a bit boring, and then it just twisted, you know, so, Snot Girl basically is about this, um, the social media blogger who basically, um, you know, she's dope, she's like a number one blogger in the world, she, she, she's rated, she has a big fan base, but on the other side, basically, she, um, she has a lot of allergies, which, you know, makes her feel very, very uncomfortable, very, um, very, very, just very un insecure about herself. I think that's the whole, the, the notch of the book is basically um, being insecure about oneself. And um, she finds it, I guess, very hard to integrate with people um, and really express that side of her that people hardly ever see. Um, but it kind of, it's, it's, um, it's a very, very good book. It's, it's, it was, it's, it was very dope near the, near the end where she, you know, she, this this Miss Snot Girl here has no friends. She meets somebody uh, who's a she, you know who's on the same level. She's a she's a so she's a blogger as well. They start talking. She got they got to chill out with her, and she calls this girl. She calls her um cool girl. Well, they start chilling, and then what happens is basically is um um Snot Girl sees her ex boyfriend with another girl. She starts getting a bit um a bit agitated and then she goes basically to the bathroom and her allergies start breaking down and snot comes down her nose and she's feeling all she's all feeling sick and so forth and her friend that's supposed to be a friend that she's met being cool girl starts give, calling her names and just 
feel, you know, it starts really intimidating her. And the snot girl is like, oh, man, she feels very bad, like, you know, very, very bad. You know, for me, when I was reading that, that panel, I was like, it just reminds me, it just, it's like, it kind of tells you how people get bullied in life. And in this book, it actually incorporates that part of it, which is bullying, which is very, very fucked up in, in, its, in all its forms, being verbal, um, physically, mentally, and sexually, you know. Um, so, you know, as snot girls, they're lying on the floor crying. This girl that's supposed to be her friend starts cursing her, you know, bullying her in a sense. And then what happens is as snot girl tries to get her allergy pills, um, she accidentally um, drops them and, is, and her friend basically um, uh, slips on it, cracks her head on the floor and she starts to bleed. And then, and then that's, when, that's when issue one ended. Um, but uh, overall, it was very, very... That's what I liked about it. And I this, this just got issued to literally um, yesterday. Uh, not sorry, Wednesday. And it kind of it, it kind of leads from that. Uh, but it gets even more twisted. Even more twisted. It, it's, it becomes now like a... Like a modern day um, high school murder mystery. But I... I in a sense, but what I like about the book is it incorporates real life scenarios because there's a lot of people in life that are very, very um, insecure about themselves, especially women. Hence, why when women a woman finds a real man, he's there to secure her and so forth. Um, but she feels in the movie she's very insecure about herself, even though she looks beautiful, gorgeous, very attractive, very dope personality. But you know she has that side of her, but she you know being her allergies and so forth, but she doesn't want to show to anyone. And that kind of eats her up alive because she's very she's very insecure and she's holding it within herself, which makes her feel very bad. Her friends don't really help her because some some of her friends just don't really like her. So um, it really kind of made me think about how real life scenarios are played out uh, in this comic book. And this goes for all comic books; they all have elements of real life that are woven in in comic book form for everyone to decipher in their own their own way. Um, but that's what I liked about Snot Girl. Basically, it was very very. Um, it was very, 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 just very, very dark in its own way. It's humorous. It's funny. I like the way it's colored. Uh, sorry, the illustrations, the colors, the writing. You know, it's um, it's pretty cool, but it's very dope and serious. It's basically a comic book that I would never thought I would actually like. Like, period. When I first saw the title, I was like, Snot Girl. I was like, what the fuck is this, Snot Girl? When I read it, I was like, yeah, I can, you know, I'm, I'm a guy, but I can relate to the, I can relate to it because I've seen some of these scenarios play out in real life to people that I know. So, with that being said, um, get your copy of Snot Girl. Number one has sold out. It's the second prints have sold out of issue, issue one. So, you can pick it up, pick them up on, believe, on eBay or your local comic book stores if they have any in stock. Uh, but again, Snot Girl is a very dope comic book that I recommend everyone get. Um, also, pick up Doctor Strange, the prelude. Issue 1 is uh, came out a month ago. Issue 2 came out this week. It kind of will give you an introduction to what the movie is about. Again, if you want to know more about Doctor Strange, pick up Masterwork. Sorry, pick up... I always get this wrong. Pick up Marvel Masterworks, Volume 1, Doctor Strange, Master of the Mystical Arts, written by Steve... Sorry, Stanley, illustrated by Steve... Yeah, please. Steve, yeah, Steve Dicko. Wait, you know what, guys? I don't want to even, I don't even want to basically get this wrong because I always get mixed up with Steve Dicko and Jack Kirby for some reason. Yep, it's Steve Dicko. Also, you can get the current comic book run of Doctor Strange. No, sorry. Going back to Masterworks Volume 1. Get that book, Volume 1, 
because that's the origins of Doctor Strange. You get his first appearance, his origins, and you get a feel for the character. Also, pick up the current run of Doctor Strange written by Jason Aaron, which will get you more into the modern-day version of what this, this Doctor Strange is pretty much um, like. Uh, it's good, intense, dark, and um, this current uh, arc being the end of magic has been very, very intense, and it really pushes um, Doctor Strange to the to the maximum to the max to the max of all things and i've never seen him in the comic books being pushed on this um on this level so that being said guys you know, i really fucking enjoyed doing this this show today i'm so this is so cool uh, oh before i go you have to pick up this comic book and i'm not going to go into it because i want you guys to read it for yourself the black monday murders by jonathan hickman and tom cooker Please, 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 please pick that comic book up. Please pick it up and let me know what you guys literally think. It was it, it, it involves the occult, money, the Rothschilds, the, uh, murder, mystery, intensity, and it says really, really dark. Um, I'm definitely hooked on it. I'll be definitely getting issued to as it drops. So that being said, guys, um, again, also, please check out my page, Instagram, 2 British Nerds of the Z. And of course, please check out, um, check out uh, one of the dope cosplayers that's on my, um, that's on my Instagram page, being um, Spidey underscore Morpha. His Instagram page is dope. Like, his images are so, 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 um so dope man um please check it out please check it out let me know what you guys think of this page that being said guys two british nerds um signing out until next week i'm just so loving the vibe man i'm loving the vibe so yeah man again and if you guys want to advertise on my page um if you've got any questions you want to ask me if you want me to speak about anything or if there's anything that you want to know or you want me to recommend you anything even if you're it's not related to comic books. Whatever your passion and your 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 drive is, and if you want any um, help, advice, or anything, just hit me up. You know, hit me up. Um, DM me on Instagram. You know, two British nerds of a Z, uh, or just hit me on an email info at djcava.co.uk, um, guys. So that being said, peace, love, and light, and I'll catch you guys next week. Peace.